Hey, what's up? Uh, it's Japan Nick. Signing on for my interview with the guys in uh, Killed the Fiction. Who do I got with me right now? Oh, you got oh, Nelson. Man. You got Rob. And you got Kev. And the Fifth Beatles around fifth here Beatle, somewhere. Man. That's me. I'm Rigo. I manage them. Excellent. Now, dudes, what's the wildest story you have for how a song of yours was composed? The wildest. Uh, we only got, we I'll, only got I'll, two, so pick one. Yeah, <laughs> okay. I'll, t- I'll, let Kevin, I'll let Kevin take the lead on that question. Oh no, man. Why me? Cause you're the one sitting down. All right, man. Yo, man. Chill, chill, man, I got to get up. I just came from running. <laughs> What's the wildest? What's the wildest? I don't know. Either Pulse or Moonlight. What do you think? Pulse? Well, I mean, the wildest. I really wouldn't think. Oh, okay. I, I think I got it. The wildest would be like Pulse, which is like our drummer, Abad, mm-hmm. who's not here right now. Abad Townsend. He's in North Carolina. I love that guy. He uh, he wasn't with us. Okay. We're in New Jersey. Oh, yeah, yeah. So I went to Psycho, and I bought. I got a drum program. I just made the whole song, made the drums, yeah. made everything. I was like a drummer for like three months. So I guess that would be the yeah, wildest. We, 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 it wasn't really wild necessarily. We just yeah, it was just psychotic. Yeah, we were just in a room. I guess the wildest thing <laughs> is we were just stuck in a room for like nine hours. You know, just ripping all night you know and just listening to tons of music <laughs> trying to get ideas i mean it was kind of it was just yeah because pulse was way. like the first one coming back yeah. so it was like a whole new thing a, a whole, whole new, new way sound, of thinking a whole new sound so we took like at least six months of just listening to tons of bands and just getting inspiration <laughs> not just from metal but from you know jazz and hip-hop and r&b and gospel and all, all that mess and just listening to a whole bunch of music and eventually we got you know a certain sound and uh we just went for it yeah. and we forgot that cd at home <laughs> yeah we did so <laughs> we got it but it's, it's not it's not just go, just it's go. all good though you can still download it for free off our web page yeah which um, is ktfnj facebook twitter oh no you can nelson what do you mean you can't but but you can shoot us a message on facebook we're on facebook and twitter and we'll email you every single song we got with the covers and all the covers that we got just shoot us an email or join our mailing list yeah exactly hit us up and say what up and we'll tell you you know the more stories and all that mess for when you guys are writing a song what's the time tested tell-all sign that you have written a great song like uh your song the pulse or midnight blue I, I actually didn't understand that question when you sent it to us. So I was hoping you yeah, explained. Okay. Well, yeah, it's I like this. I, I How do you know, like, a song you've been working on is, like, a winner? Get this thing like called. <laughs> yo, you got good-ass grammar, dude. Yeah. For real. Uh, it's the moment in the studio, man, you know. Oh, yeah, yeah that yeah, moment baby. in the studio. Well, I, I was going to. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's, it's when we play it in the studio. Yeah. yeah. When we play it in the studio, like, we're all, we're all in the room together. We're all playing a song. And we do this face at each other. Like, when, <laughs> when we hear the part. We, yeah. we, we, we're all looking at our instruments and playing and then when, when the part happens everybody just looks up at each other like it's one of those we call things, it we call it the gay smile it's one of those studio magic moments every band knows what, what that's about when you just someone hits this when riff the magic happens baby that's it's it just, yeah it's just the magic everybody looks at each other like you know all I would I would say that we're 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 like any other good band that works off feeling exactly we just as soon as we feel yeah. Everybody feeling that same emotion. I mean, you just know when it's clicking and when everybody's feeling it at the same time. Because yeah, we're just, all looking at each other like, oh, just did you el- hear that? It's just, <laughs> yeah, there's just an electricity in the room and every, everybody's just happy and everybody's just, you know, we, we, we sat down and everybody's just, you know, proud and all that, all that stuff, you know. When you're in that type of moment, do you feel like you can get through a song like in just one take doing that? Like record it? Yeah. Um, well, a lot. There was one part where we actually, you know, 
probably did it. All, all the takes were fine. The the in, uh, open. in Moonlight, you know, the blues section of it. Me and Kevin, we just jammed it. We didn't write. We didn't write anything to that part. We so me went, and him just jammed it. We just even, went, even on the recording. It's like yeah, that. it's like that. So we just played whatever we felt at the moment, you know, because we stayed out a, a long time, at, you know, in Hellhound Rehearsal Studio where we rehearsed in Rahway, New Jersey. We stayed there. Hellhound. Yeah. Oh, all, all day, baby. <laughs> And we just stayed there grinding at the song, and we stayed there kind of late. So the next morning, we, me and Kevin were like, you know what? It's just fill it out. And we got it pretty much in one take, but we did two more just in case, but all of them were good. So that's the only one that we really... We, we do really go back and listen to most of the stuff that we yeah. do, though. Whatever we do in the studio as KTF, we, we usually record. We all take it home. We email it to each other. We listen back on it through the week. Yeah. We come back with new, fresh ideas. Some of them like suck. Yeah. <laughs> Most of them suck. It's always like some of that. them stick. Like music, and then music, music, yeah. musicians know that you take a recording and once you, rec- you, it sounds good at the time, but you take it home and you give it a few days and it's gonna sound different when you wake up. It's always like that. It's, so it's 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 really difficult to like hone in on the feelings that you're actually feeling at the moment like at any given moment you're feeling yeah. whatever you're putting into the song but three days later it becomes something different exactly and, and you gotta hone that idea again you gotta chisel it down and and then just find what which which feelings when you were playing were the you know correct ones and the fault and the wrong ones and all that mess so but yeah that's uh man you feel me dog you feel me <laughs> we just play what we feel that's really it and then we're just you know we're happy that's really it. on that note let's listen to your song midnight blue Moonlight. <laughs> moonlight blue, moonlight blue, moonlight blue, blue. <laughs> moonlight blue. It's all good. And it's, and it's spelled wrong. <laughs> yeah. I got a 
cold-hearted woman Straight doing me wrong Girl, you're driving my patience Okay, hey, what's up? This is uh, WMSC 90.3, the uh, Killed the Fiction interview with Japan Nick. Now, Yo, um, dude, I was checking out some old YouTube videos of you guys oh. live and heard the song Before the Storm and heard a very slow and doomy guitar solo at the beginning of it. How much do you plan on revisiting that type of songwriting? Oh, <laughs> that's the answer. <laughs> um, I have no idea how we made that riff up. I love that song. I made that riff. (laughs) I love that that song. I wanted it to be like a more of a Spanish flamenco kind of thing, mm-hmm. you know, because I was doing the finger the finger picking and stuff. <laughs> I, uh, I, uh, I guess uh, we'll be visiting it whenever we get a freaking drummer, man. We don't have a damn drummer. <laughs> yeah, we're, I mean... It, it's hard because we're... It's hard because our drummer's in North Carolina, so we're like, we're trying to work it out with him, and we have a session drummer here. So, you know, but I, I'd really love to go back to it because, you know, we, we don't just love blues. We don't just love this. For me, I want to put in as much as I can into my music. I don't want to limit my music to anything mm-hmm. else. Exactly. I mean, we don't want to. I mean, we love the slow stuff. We love sludge and, and, and everything. We love mm-hmm. all that stuff. We love going slow. But I mean, for right now, we're just. Uh, yeah, that's right, Rob. Take it slow, baby. Stay <laughs> slow, baby. R&B. <laughs> Um, we, we, we like, uh, you know, we like really, we like going slow. Me and Kevin used to have like a side, a sludge <laughs> side project band. And so we used to go just slow, just heavy riffs. And then the sludge turned into like rock and roll. Yeah. And then it, <laughs> and then it just blues. wasn't working out. We're always trying to write different, you know, get different inspiration from different types of music from everything. I, I want to write a kind of a, a jazz metal song. Cause I'm really big on jazz. Like Trapalium? Yeah. No. Nah, well, I mean. Should be no. <laughs> I mean, yes, but no. I mean, like, 
<laughs> Man, you guys don't listen to Chupalu. I, 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 I listen to Chupalu. I showed you Chupalu. But I, 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 I took them on. Yeah, yeah. I, I put well, them on I my mean, back and I was like, yes, gonna, let's go. Chupalu, you mean, and me. Right, so we, don't, we just play, you know, whatever we have in our heart. You know, we don't really. Yeah, like, like Grizzly uh, Adams did have a beard. <laughs> <laughs> like back in the day. I'm glad you watch the videos too. Yeah, like, not a lot of people watch them. Yeah. <laughs> not a lot of people know either. That yeah, we, they don't. We I mean, it's, it's like well, I was surprised when you asked that. Yeah, one. for real. Nobody really like, asks us that one. We're like, yo, Nick knows too much. Like, yo, for real, <laughs> this dude's doing his out. homework. Well, <laughs> <We gotta take laughs> yeah, I mean, it was a long time ago. No, you you, you were gonna say something? Uh no, no. I was thinking though. Um, with that previous band of yours, like, were you saying it was like sludgy? Like, are you saying you're into like stuff like Down and Caius and I Orange love Goblin? Down. Yeah. I love Orange Goblin. Yeah. Even though I heard like two songs from him. Soil, <laughs> Soil, Soil and Green, I'm really into. I don't know. Yeah. I love Soil and Green. I love Soil and but, but yeah, but uh, Rambo though. Those those videos that you were watching, the the I back in the day ones, it was uh, it, it was Kill the Fiction, but different mindset. It yeah. was like uh, we we had a second guitarist, and mm-hmm. we were how, how old were we? Oh, 18, man. 19? We're like I was probably seventeen, eighteen. Okay, like seventeen, eighteen. We were playing yeah. shows and whatnot. Yeah. And, oh we man, shows to, every day. We and just it was wanted just, to strum fast. We, yeah, we we we, we were doing the, the the thrash Metallica thing because we love Metallica yeah. and we love Slayer and all that good stuff. So everything was just fast and whatever, doing everything fast. But then with the pulse, you know how we said how it took us so long. Yeah. It took us a while. We got to do a different mindset. Us, we had to like. Yeah, it took us so long that people thought we broke up <laughs> and we weren't doing nothing. But then we kind of did break up. Yeah, we did break up. <laughs> we actually. did, and then we got back together. Did you? kind of like something? reform with any new members or is it like the same guys that's been in your band for some time just minus one guitarist it was the core of the band was always me nelson me as in kevin me as in kevin <laughs> nelson as in nelson robert Robbie's as in Steve. robert and abad the drummer that's mm-hmm. not with us right i now. mean we were always he's not dead he's in north carolina <laughs> we always we were always in that mentality of uh you know we needed another guitar player all yeah yeah because you know thrash and this but and then that eventually we were like you know what man we, we've been homies for so long let's, let's just, just panter it out know, it just works so much better with just us four so we, we had the horrible uh perception that you need two guitarists to <laughs> sound like a full band yeah but i mean not saying not killing anybody you know yeah. who who does have two guitars in their band more power to you yeah, cool. if both of your guitars can actually work together but you you know there, there's plenty of bands out there there's just a four piece and they sound you know they'll they'll put on a show and they'll sound full and they yeah. know how to do it right you know you just gotta you gotta really like tune in with each other you gotta really yeah, man. You gotta break it down it. to the core and be like okay so you know let's let's actually hear our music yeah. this time around yeah. so to answer your question <laughs> i don't even think we did answer it uh we do that a lot yeah, <laughs> yeah we don't we don't <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh we broke up and then it was just me and rob yeah just doing the sludge rock yeah. and roll thing and then you know it wasn't working out so it, it just didn't feel right we, we were just it turned to fun like it, it was a uh, the whole kill the fiction thing before was just fun and yeah yeah let's do let's go fast let's play some shows you know where it was all punk and you start getting old and then like we were just like oh man this, like, oh, this is man. boring like it, it's like it was like an obligation so you know we got the band back together and it was just me rob no actually the second guitarist was still in the band yeah 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 I, but I remember, yeah. but i was uh i was writing you know our, since our minds changed our mindset changed mm-hmm. I, I I was writing different material and it just we just didn't click. It yeah, just didn't so work I out. Mean, we so just we just kept it the core, yeah. the four of us. 
as in Kevin, Nelson, Rob, and about. And, and real quick, shout out to my homie Ed yeah. from Hellhound, Eddie Hellhound, uh, and the whole Hellhound crew. And Tana Banana. And Tana. Black Label Society. <laughs> <laughs> Ed's favorite band in the whole yeah, wide world. Yeah, we, 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 we know he loves that band so much. He, he has everything for Black Label. I mean, he has yeah. the best. He, he even bought a bike. <laughs> He's, wow. pla- he's planning yeah. to, to get a black label tattoo, and I love you. <laughs> I love you too, Ed. All right, so, I mean, yeah, that, that was really it with the... What, what question was that again? <laughs> no, no, Help he, us out here, Nick. <laughs> he, he, he asked us about, you know, when we got back together and stuff. Oh, yeah, then we just started writing from there. It took, like, six months, and we kept Which grinding Pulse came at out. It. Yeah. Yeah. Pulse. Just kept grinding at it, like, hard. Kevin, What's did up? you feel, like, any major pressure on you just, like, going from a band that had two guitars to one? Not really. <laughs> I never I never really thought of it that way. I thought it was just, like I said, when it was just me and him, it, it felt more like an obligation to make songs and play. But once we got together, we just started jamming and just it, the fun came back. I mean, it's just like that with anything. I mean, we've been chilling for like, we've been we've been in high school. We were hanging out on a wall like Jane, Silent Bob. <laughs> like we've been through it all together. So it's like, it just comes natural when we're like, we just are, you know, our minds just click. I mean, it's definitely a lot more fun to hang out with each other. Yeah, we don't take it as a as a band. It's like more of a family. We, we hang out and we go out to movies. We do all. Oh, that but stuff. when the writing comes in, yeah. we all hate each other. Oh yeah, when, <laughs> very, that's very one thing. tense. That's one thing because everybody <laughs> loves so much different kinds of music. And you tight, and it's like why you tight for? Go ahead. I'm. T- <laughs> I'm, t- <laughs> I'm t- <laughs> no, go ahead. <laughs> I'm like saying, but um, yeah, we uh, you know, when that comes in, everybody kind of we don't hate each other, but we all just right takes so much so long because we don't really have a set sound we just play really what we Hello? feel and all that stuff yeah we don't really have a formula yeah. and like we just uh, it's like uh, uh yeah yeah what's your question you know how like the verse oh, chorus verse chorus yo eddie was good yo, baby love- what's your question for the guys we got it we, we got a question going on oh eddie says he hates you and you know why. <laughs> okay. <laughs> um, they're laughing, so uh, I, I guess that's your, your answer. Yeah, the, the joke works. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We yeah. love you, Ed. We love you, Ed. BLS for life. <laughs> so, um, Power the machine. Any other good questions? <laughs> okay, thanks a lot for calling, Eddie. What's up? What's up? Well, it's always nice to deal with the haters. <laughs> <laughs> nah, yo, that's Ed, baby. Oh, okay. He's we not know. hating. He's, He's not, not hating. Like, all right, this is the joke. I'm going to let you in on it. <laughs> he hates Black Label Society. <laughs> <laughs> and I just mentioned how he loves it. He's got a Black Label vest. and e- Eddie Hellhound is the owner of Hellhound Studios, the, where, we, where we go and rehearse. Along with yeah. Tana Banana. Tana, so, the best. Love that the guy. Woman. If we If we would have ne- we never right. went to Hellhound... <laughs> And we would have never been killed the fiction. Yeah, yeah. If we would have yeah. never went there, then we would have been nothing. Without them, you know, we would. Ed broke us up too. <laughs> yeah, but he broke. I mean, that he. We learned how to use amps over there. We learned how to yeah. tighten our sound over there. We learned how to listen to each other. It was like kind of like a music school. We like go there to rehearse two yeah. hours, and then we leave five hours later because we just chill and talk. And, and yeah, we he talk just like school us on bands and how to do this and that. Yeah, so he helped us out a lot, and I mean. You know, he's always helping out a lot of bands over there. So, everybody, if you need any help, you know, Ed will help you with anything. Hellhound! He's a huge, huge mentor. Unless he breaks you up. Yeah, unless he breaks you up. But yeah. if you break up, at least, you know, he'll put you back together even better. He'll rebuild you, make you stronger, faster. But we don't want to spend a lot of money. <laughs> and that's all I have to say about that.
when writer's block hits you guys, what do you do to solve that problem? Talk to each other. That's as easy as that, people. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and listen to new types of music. Yeah. yeah, we just really just sit down in a table and we just talk like for hours, you know, and just just write different ideas down, try different things. Let's just it's let's scratch that and just you know maybe you know we just sit down there and just for hours. And just the um. I don't think we have a big problem with writer's block. I think we have a problem with starting to write a song. Yeah, because so that that ideas. that time where we start getting into writing again is always so hard. So it's like it, it definitely takes like it definitely takes this whole it, it, even well right now we're writing and our whole process now is we're not really starting with a uh, a starting point. Now it's more like we're we're talking about what the starting point could be. Yeah, <laughs> and we're like trying to throw stuff at it to see what kind of ideas we would get back and it's starting to work i mean yeah yeah it's like it's like we're we're talking more than we're playing so yeah i get uh, a lot more thought is going into this one yeah like not that you know moonlight blue and pulse yeah. didn't have thought but it's just now we're talking we were, a lot more those than those were kind of just you know we were in a studio jamming like pulse was kind of like yeah just, pulse was a jam pulse was a jam and uh, out of kevin's riffs yeah moonlight too moonlight was a jam and now this one we haven't even been playing. We've been talking more. And we just, you know, play the riff. We're, this this song is more, the new, new song is going to be more about feel. We're not really, you know, whatever we feel and playing, every riff has to hold, a, has to hold some type Has to hold weight. Of, has to hold weight to it. Whether it's one, whether, whether it's one note, you know, it's just going to need to hold weight. Now, tell me the process of, like, having nothing to actually having a finished song. Ugh, <laughs> Stress, stressful, <laughs> very, very stressful. Yeah, I mean, you get to a point where it's like, oh God, I hate you. <laughs> yeah. Why, why did you write that? <laughs> yeah. And I mean, you know, it it bugs all of us when when something's not right. You know, we like I said, we're we're a band that works off feel a lot, and if we're not feeling it, dude, it's it's gonna take forever to write. And to all our fans. <laughs> To all our fans and friends and loved ones who ask us constantly why it takes us so long to write, well, one, it's because that's just the way we are, dude. We, yeah. <laughs> we, oh, and two, two, we, like I was saying, we don't have a formula. We don't have like a verse, chorus, intro, verse, chorus. You know? Oh, the <laughs> how's it like already. the the starting point? <laughs> oh yeah, to the the process of the starting point to having a finished song. Okay, well, I mean, good baby, I'm on Rob's mic right now. But the starting point from when we write it, I mean, it's just. I don't know. That wasn't really the question. That wasn't really the question, but it's just you know it's it's long because <laughs> it's long. <laughs> 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 Why did I say that first? But, <laughs> but uh, yeah, we just we just grind it out. We just grind it out in uh in Hellhound and whatever we feel. If it's damn it, Beavis. You know, if it sounds good, it sounds good. If it sounds it's bad, long, Beavis. It sounds bad, and we just keep going there. A lot of people complain and tell us why we take so long. It's because. We're all so creative. Mm. We have all have such creative minds, and some people don't have that gift. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And I knew he was gonna laugh right there because that's always gotta fade me or something like that. What does it mean to play us out? I mean, what, 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 what does that mean? What is that? <laughs> and I don't know what you're talking about. I never seen I, that. That's it. That's all. All we do is grind it out of hellhound all day until that until it sounds good, and then. You know, when Ed goes like, yo, it sounds good, we're like, all right, we're good. <laughs> <laughs> and that's now, pretty it. much, though, for the songwriting process, just, like, Nelson just chill out while, like, Kevin and Rob are writing this song, or it's, like, how much, like, songwriting do you initially do 
in the uh, early stages of writing a song. Me? Yeah. Me specifically? I listen a lot. That's basically mm-hmm. what I do. I feel like I'm the outside perspective from themselves because they, they tend to get lost when they're playing. <laughs> just in general. Like, they're just playing and they get lost because they're listening to themselves, which is not bad, but, I mean, sometimes you need an outside perspective and it's kind of my job to sit there and listen constantly. So as soon as I hear something that sounds like like anything worth holding on to i i tell them to replay it and just repeat it or or work off of it and then if it doesn't get anywhere then there you go it didn't get anywhere but at least we know that it yeah that didn't get anywhere exactly we, we that's why it takes so long for us because it's like we work on a part and don't really give up on it until it's like okay that doesn't make any sense so we tried our hardest on that part you know we gave it 100 percent. so now let's move on to a different you know let's move forward amicably let's move forward <laughs> amicably and help me with the sound <laughs> <laughs> all right go that's mainly what yeah, i do that's though re- that's really what listen we do. but he does add a lot of input in he does like are we talking about he, now he, he, I, I think so he does give us ideas though he does say play this or play that or or whatever i just want to let you know that i i actually play everything in the band <laughs> <laughs> i am kill the fish a bad too a bad rice song too i mean every little part matters a bad you know in, in moonlight he added little parts there that you know had stuck and i and i told him about it so you know all those little parts really you know make the song and you know everybody adds their their little flair to it and everybody has their little part that can they can say you know I made that or I helped make that or whatever. In general, we're, we're really involved with each other's instruments yeah, we and, love, and what we yeah. do. We, I mean, if, I, if, if Kevin can do like a chord, then it, it can open and I can tell him to do a chord. It can open me up so I can, you know. Open out. him up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm saying, man. That's what she said. <laughs> That's what she said. <laughs> oh, yeah, but yeah, I mean, like that, it gives me space. And, uh,. <laughs> And the same thing with drummers and all that stuff. I mean, we just all try to feed off each other and give ourselves room so we can have some spotlighting, you know. <laughs> get get yeah. that, that swerve on. <laughs> Don't know what that means, but I. <laughs> Open him up. <laughs> now, speaking about that, is it easier to write a song about real-life experiences versus something you just imagined? No. Nelson? <laughs> I, I, I got to be honest, No. <laughs> With our old stuff, that's all it, it was. It was a bunch of imaginary oh! things, <laughs> and it, you know, I gotta, I gotta say that, you know, it's just, it's so much harder to write when it's not coming from from a real place. At least for me, I can try to be, I can try to create themes. All my themes always end up just being something that actually has happened to me, or, or something I think about a lot, which is usually just life and how it hits me and And real stories (coughs) yeah and life experiences and all that i like to write my songs really general Uh, at least now (laughs) before not so much um yeah (laughs) but i mean my 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 songs are really general i i kind of just want everybody to take them in and put their own flip on it you know just uh take it in and if you feel like you can relate or if you feel like like that certain part of the song means that thing to you then that's cool then i'm i'm glad it meant that specific thing even if it's probably nothing to do with the song i mean i'd rather just i'd rather that person have their own take on it now how much do you feel like you guys can put into your music from your dreams or your nightmares dreams or nightmares Mm. um I don't know. Well, that's it. real, isn't it? Dreams and nightmares. Yo, I had Aren't a weird real? dream yesterday. <laughs> I had a dream 
if anybody's seen Terminator when the apocalypse came, and, it, and it, oh, remember, remember when the girl was sleeping on the on the table? I'm the potty pooper. You remember? <laughs> well, I had that dream before, and it was it was crazy, man. I had a you dream. I had a dream that I was. I have, have you seen the movie? Children I have a dream. <laughs> I had a dream that the children <laughs> and white children. <laughs> I had a dream because I watched the movie The Gray. Right. I love that movie. And I had a dream that I was in an airplane and it crashed and I survived. All I'm going to say is that my dream, you all were chilling at a, at a house, at Nelson's house, and it blew up. And I was in front of it. <laughs> I'm the potty pooper. You all pooper. died and I woke up. I, I'm the potty pooper. It was pretty funny. But I thought you were going to say I had a dream to children of the future. Teach them all and let them lead the way. Make sure you're looking at Okay, okay. Yeah. Okay, yeah. So yeah, yeah, I mean, what was dream, the question again? Dream, no, dream-wise, if we're, what what we do with writing. Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, uh, well, if 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 uh, you mad close, man. <laughs> I'm trying to get close to that mic. Man. <laughs> <laughs> if if like you know, if me or Rob or Nelson has a dream or anything, and you know, we it, any influence we get, we just try and put it into the music. Like, you know, if it sounds good, we keep it. If it if it goes along with the same mood and feel of the song, then we keep it. Cause um. You know, we we don't get influenced just by bands or music. Like I made I made the push riff, the you know the whole the oh man, what did I just say? Push. Oh, push was the push was the working title. Push was the working title. I'm still calling it that. I still call it. That. All right, moonlight. The whole moonlight riff. The you know the distorted right in the beginning. It jumps in the whole verse. The, the whole thing. Uh, I made it up because my mom was cleaning her room, and. She was listening to our old KTF stuff. I don't know why she would listen to that while she's cleaning her room, but <laughs> my mom's a weird. My mom's a weird lady, but I love her. So, so um, she was listening to our old stuff, and she dropped something, and I was playing guitar and recording, and then and then it just came to me, and then I, I, I on the guitar I was like. And I was like, yo, yo right this riff sounds hot. Side, like, oh, Kevin, switch that riff up. <laughs> <laughs> but, uh, well, yeah, so it influence and, and inspirations come from anywhere. So if the dream is, yeah. you know, something that influences you or really inspired you or, you know, dream or nightmare, we'll, we'll pop that in the song and test it out. Yo, you ever get dreams where you're, like, getting chased by zombies or something? Yeah, I, I had a dream like that once. Yo, I had my my bro had a dream that he was getting chased by a dude with a lawnmower. <laughs> and, and did he a, watch the lawnmower man? That yeah, night? yeah, he, bro, I think he did. But he was he was uh he was like I was seeing him like moving around. I went. Yeah, and, yeah. He, he he said that we were all in his dream. Yeah. Oh wait, wait. Let me say this. Let me say this. <laughs> <laughs> I'm taking the mic for me. Uh, we were all in his dream and we were all running really fast and like you know he was running but he didn't know why he was going so slow and he was like yo I'm faster than this. And then so the guy was just coming close to him, and I seen him moving around like in real life while he was in his dream. He was like moving around and all that. And I woke him up, and he just screamed, like, "Crash <laughs> <laughs> him!" But then I woke him up. And he got scared. He thought I was a lawnmower man. That, that was pretty. That, that I was remember. Pretty, that was I remember when ones. Eddie. <laughs> we're all talking about his brother Eddie, yeah, by the my way. Brother. I remember when Eddie had a dream about Steve Blackman. <laughs> I don't know if anybody watched WWE, but WWF. WWF, Steve Blackman. Steve Blackman, people. If anybody remembers his theme, his intro, his video, he's in the video in the dark 
waving around like glow those glow sticks <laughs> just like it's waving so them around funny. and like that's exactly what he dreamt about that steve blackman was about to kick was about to beat him up and and, and then he woke up and we were watching steve blackman <laughs> yeah that was, a crazy it was great dream. <laughs> wow yeah we, we got some funny dreams man other than that i don't remember half the dreams that i dream so i mean it, the dreams that are bad. at least for me to write about them i can't because i yeah. just can't remember them so how big of fans of WWF and WWE are you guys? Oh God! Yo, we were, are you about to get us started with this? Yes. <laughs> we're, we're this is gonna I take up the entire really show. I was into it, but I love Triple H. <laughs> we were really into it, but we—I I forgot when I stopped watching it though. I stopped watching WrestleMania 15 or 16 when uh, when Triple H beat The Rock again, yeah. again, <laughs> and I he like pedigreed him through one of the. Uh, oh, the what, yeah, what's it called again? The the. Uh, yeah, the announcers' table. Oh man, he's I was on the turnbuckle. <laughs> oh God, he's all he's going on the turnbuckle. <laughs> <laughs> well, we we grew up with that, man. We started, you know, we we kept power bombing each other when we were kids. Oh yeah, yeah my man. brother used to do pedigrees and and uh, the Stone Cold Stunner on each Yo, other. Yo, oh, in the, in uh, in middle school, dude. Here we go, the Swan Tom Bomb people. No, no, not Swan Tom <laughs> Bomb. Everybody in school, just my friend. I uh, my friend would just come out of nowhere. Kick some dude in the nuts and do a Stone Cold Stutter on his ass. Yo, oh, <laughs> man. Please, please, wait a minute. There, this dude, one of my friends, back in the day, he got suspended because he stunnered someone so hard that his neck got broke, broken I, and stuff. I and heard of that. Yeah. In school. In, in like, school. what What? Uh, what grade was that? I don't know what grade was. Dude. Is that guy in wrestling now? Huh? What guy? Did he try and pursue <laughs> a career in wrestling? He should have. Yo, but there was this one time where I where I uh, I wanted to try a tombstone on somebody, and I tombstone him on the concrete and in school, and his whole head started bleeding from here. And I got yo, I got in so much trouble for that. I was like the tombstone, and then I, I pinned him, I pinned him like the Undertaker, and then I, and then I flipped my hair back, and I was like that. <laughs> that did the white eyes and everything. So, did you guys ever actually? get to see a match in real life we oh, saw the we saw the undertaker yeah. baby we saw the undertaker and Kane. and Kane, dude. I wish. in one I night <laughs> we were we were uh not that that's totally special but i mean we, has, we we went over there and we had some really good seats but i don't think we were supposed to be there <laughs> and uh so the middle the middle in the middle of the show they all like they uh they the security guard told us to go back up there because and we were all the way up there remember Where were you the meadowlands no, no, no. We, we went to the Eyes Oh, that's yeah. good, too. Yeah, yeah. We were there. And we were yeah, even though we were all the way up there, we still like... All it, it looks great. It and the people up there are so much more exciting. The people... And dude, yo, the we p- were next to some six-year-olds, <laughs> and they were... they. I don't know what they're feeding kids. <laughs> but <there laughs> these kids were, these kids were like, kill him! Make him not live anymore! I'm like, whoa, little dude. <laughs> Chill, man. Everybody was like, yeah, come on. This is six year olds talking about like yo choke slam man. Yeah, <laughs> choke slam. We were going. I wish I would have been there, man. It was yeah. me and I think I think me and a bad were out like raiding someone's fridge or or, or something because me and a bad always used to like go to like cookouts and and we just eat their food. <laughs> me and a bad. It, it was the best. That, that mm. was hilarious. But I mean, yeah, we love we love uh, all that stuff. We used to, you know, the 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 baddest move I ever got someone in the um oh, what was it the Boston crab. Yo, <laughs> if you get someone in a Boston Crab, 
then yo, it's a wrap. The walls of Jericho walls hurt. Of Jericho hurts so <laughs> yeah, much. That always hurt me. I but the only like thing that someone pedigreed me before. I, I never felt a pain like that before. <laughs> wow. They pedigreed my face, hit the concrete. I was out. You know, or the Texas Cloverleaf. Don't get me started on my moves. <laughs> I was, What's up? Uh, the the, the Cripple Cross face. God. Oh, man, the Cripple. Yo, that one Love was it. bad. Love him. And uh, the pile, the what about you, what's Nick? the one? It's the pile driver. Yeah, Nick. What about you? <laughs> uh, I was always driver. just into um, <laughs> going to the live matches. I guess, like I got to see some uh, up by me, up in Sussex County. There was one by Action Park, as well as. Uh, oh yeah, I remember that. Geez, I don't even remember it, but <laughs> I mean, I got to see. I think Triple H as well as oh. Doink and Dink the Clown. Not ever at the same time, though. I saw Dink one time and Doink the other time, though. <laughs> Damn, that's awesome. cool. I love I love I used to, I used to play that uh, WWF on Super Nintendo when I was me a too, kid. I would have loved to seen the Dudley Boys. Yo, oh, man. Beef Jerky. Spicy. Oh, oh, man. Let me hit that, you baby. Guys, you guys hit. Like, How bad? Loves it. But yeah, we uh. You're making me crazy, man. <laughs> I believe in by the beach, man. <laughs> I was a Jamaican. Boy! Have you wearing this hat? <laughs> Who gonna hit this with me? Sam, 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 Sam. I got cactus, Pete's beef jerky. Oh man, that's spicy. I'm touch. I'm feeling it already, dude. Well, the first thing though, you, you don't even realize it's spicy because you're like, oh, this ain't spicy. I can eat like a bunch of these, and then <laughs> after like five or ten seconds, it's like, oh man, I, I remember. I remember, there, dude. I remember. I remember. I remember. We played a show, and my cousin handed me one right before I was gonna hit the stage. It's the spiciest thing ever. I took it. I was like <laughs> playing. I was like. <laughs> Give me water, hurry up. I was like with my base. And then I actually I actually Oh yeah, I can't I can't say where I can't I can't say where I spit it out at because you know if she's here and she's gonna oh. But yeah, yeah. She's at one of those blood on the dance floor Okay, I right, then well I had it I had it and I seen a bucket on the side and it was it, it was actually not a trash can, it was actually all her presents. For her birthday, <laughs> and I spit oh yeah, we played I, at, on whoa, her birthday show. And, and I spit in there like <laughs> all that spit going on. Her, and so you know, it was all over her presents. <laughs> I, I looked in there like, oh, and I just kept playing. Were they wrapped or were they like just open? Oh, I don't even know. All I know is I seen presents in there. I'm like, wait a minute. I picked one up and I was like, this is a dress. <laughs> I'm like, okay. And then I, I just it, oh, it was so nasty. <laughs> wow. But um, yeah, we're t- we're talking about WWE, but we love it, man. We we've been we've been doing wrestling That's moves. Yeah, yeah, right. We, we, For real. Yeah, man. I still love Chris Benoit, even though all that stuff. What's that happened with him? What the drugs? No, nah, no, nah, that. Nah, um, let's not go into yeah. that. Yeah, but all I know <laughs> is uh, when he got in the turnbuckle and he did that. Uh, what do you call his move? The headbutt. The headbutt you know when you jump up in there. Yeah, the flying headbutt. I, what? I hate you, Kevin. Oh man, that's a flying headbutt. <laughs> right yeah, there. That, that beef jerky's coming out, coming out of that <laughs> it's booty. It's going right through me. <laughs> mm. <laughs> Jamaican me it crazy, got, man. We got a butt trump in here. I can't, I can't take it anymore. <laughs> we ain't never gonna finish this interview. Yeah. I'm, gonna, I'm gonna kill everybody. We got supplies. We suffocating in here. I'm gonna need that that red face invasion gas mask. <laughs> shout out to Red. Yeah, Red. Shout red, out to Red. Baby. Now, you guys have any love for uh, boxing? Holy! Yes, we do. 
Yo, what's happening in your butt, man? <laughs> Yo, do you remember uh, Prince Nassim Hamed? Oh, oh my, my God. <laughs> Please don't get me started on Princess Team, my man. Oh, yeah. it started, man. It started. I don't want to hear oh your opinion. Oh, my God. Man. You got his ass with Yo. my Marco Antonio Barrera. Oh, my God, dude. Yo, it was so funny because everybody was on him at my house. Everybody was like, Princess Team, my man. His intro was always hilarious when he came out. Yeah, Pump yeah. Daddy come out. Yeah, yeah. Black Rob come out. What? Oh, yeah, yeah, black, yeah, black Rob. He, he re- and Puff Daddy come out to whoa. I think he re- he re- <laughs> what, did he retire in his first fight or reti- the second? At the, no, at- no, he was going good for a while and then yeah, he lost yeah. the match and then he quit for some reason. Yeah, he got yeah. his ass whooped by Marcos Antonio Barrera. Yeah, he got his whoop. Yeah, for real. Wait, what was the losing match for him? Marco Antonio Barrera. Yeah, it, it when he my- fought Marco Antonio Barrera and Marco Antonio just. Beat the living crap out of him for 12 rounds. Yeah, man. He mm. killed him. He killed him, and he just retired after yeah, that. Yeah, he retired after that. Oh, man. At least he went those 12 rounds. I mean, he went 12 rounds, but it was a 12-round yeah, ass right. whooping. That's what I'll tell you. Yeah. Beef jerky's hot. <laughs> but now, I mean, yeah. How you feel about the Klitschko brothers, though? Oh, man. I love the Klitschko brothers. Klitschko bros are the best. They're, oh, they're amazing. I love them, dude. Like since I'm Ukraine, part Ukrainian, so I, I just have to like root for them. I, I know. I know. I seen the one. The last fight with Klitschko was with... Uh, What's his name? He had braids. Uh, from 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 Great Britain. Uh. Yeah. I forgot the boxer. Right Lennox now. Lewis. No, no, no. no. It, it was, was it was an, it was it was the newest one. But that fight, he just killed him throughout the whole thing, man. It was like one of his only losses too. Yeah, I think it was. Was it with Lennox Lewis? Yeah, no, it was that a British guy. It was one of his only. But you know. I don't know, man. The Klitschko brothers, they've been around champions for I don't know how many years. I don't see anybody beating them At least a good, like, six or seven years, right? Yeah, ain't ain't nobody beating them for a while. Nobody. Yo, you think they'll ever, like, fight each other? Well, they did say something about that, but they they can't. They they said they'll never do that. I always heard that it's like, oh, we'll we'll never fight each other. Never. Yeah, I don't know. But that was some time ago, so. Yeah, I mean, it's always like that. It's it's always like that with boxing and with, with, like, even MMA teams. Like, if. They are, if, well, now if, that boxing is rigged. Yeah, with After, that Pacquiao with that fight. Pacquiao fight and that, don't get me started on that. But um, I mean, yeah, everybody in that are it's part of a team. They won't ever fight each other. It's just like I guess a rule or something. Just a rule. Isn't it yeah. more of like just they're waiting for the price to like break <laughs> their word? Who knows? Maybe I. I, I mean, there's 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 always talk behind uh. <laughs> Behind anything, behind mm-hmm. yeah, behind closed curtains. So you never know what what's going on back there. So I mean, Floyd, we love you. We know you in jail right now, but we love you. <laughs> I do not. I for one I'm do not like Floyd Mayweather. <laughs> stay, <Floyd> Mayweather. <laughs> stay, stay your ass in jail. <laughs> I don't care about you. <laughs> stay there, homie. He a hater. <laughs> Money team, baby, money team. All I know Stay there with is your this Bieber. dude got mad rides. Yo, he got 50 Cent and he got Justin Bieber. You a hater. You a hater. He got yo, 50 he got Cent just, and Justin Bieber. Yo, in his, in his, in I'm going to say his 50 Cent look pretty gangster up there with, with that. Who's Justice Bieber? Justice Bieber. <laughs> He's a crime-fighting Bieber. He's a crime-fighting Bieber. <laughs> but, yeah, we love Money him. team, we love you. Money team, baby. <laughs> I'm taking this away from you now. <laughs> <laughs> we get a lot. We Money get- team, baby. Team Floyd. All the way. We get in so many battles with boxing and all that stuff. I mean, we watch MMA, too. and all, all about cutting edge. And, and Paul Williams. Paul Williams. That was a sad travesty. Freaking. Please, everybody, don't get a motorcycle. Don't get him. What happened to Paul Williams? He got paralyzed. He got into a car accident. Oh, my God. Are Is you he serious? Like a quadriplegic now? He can't walk. 
Oh, that's... Not the quadriplegic, but the other mm. one. Yeah, man. Yeah. Oh, there we go. You think you think people will learn from motorcycle accidents? Like if you no. if you're if you're like a prize fighter, like the great Diego Corrales died in a motorcycle accident. No. Oh, no. Nobody ever learns. Maybe it's, it's just, just like, maybe it's a conspiracy. Yeah, Nelson. Motorcycle and boxers. Happened. <laughs> no, but I mean, there, there's just so like, many awesome people that have died in motorcycle accidents. 24. This is true. Oh yeah. Ooh, Musicians ooh. too, but I mean, yeah. it keeps going. It keeps going on. Then, oh man, is it Greg or Dwayne that died? Almond in a motorcycle accident. I don't know. You mean from the Almond? Brothers? Yeah, from the Almond. I think he died in a motorcycle. I accident. thought they died in like the plane crash. That's, no, that's, 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 that's Leonard Skinner. Oh, excuse me. That's Leonard Skinner. Leonard. Be a simple. Kind of man. <laughs> Here we go, man. I'm Back started. to the music, baby. Okay. Yeah, yeah, what we okay. About? Now, did you guys uh, make contact with the Aquarian, or did they contact you to m get you guys into the uh, Aquarian's 2012 weekly band on the Verge? That's all. That's I have all no idea. idea. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, uh... <sighs> Here we go. <laughs> <laughs> How you guys doing? <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> well, dude, if you can't breathe, I recommend having more beef jerky. Yeah. Oh, no, man. no, he can't breathe. That beef, that beef jerky's gonna kill everybody. Right now. Anyway, my name is Rigo. I'm, we know I'm who the, you I'm, are. I'm the general manager of Kill This Fiction, and he said it like he's a general manager, like like we are in a, a wrestling. Like team. wrestling, that's a fashion. <laughs> but anyway, uh, well, the Aquarium Weekly, they they usually do their their. Their yearly uh, on the verge bands, and uh, and they were posting it up on their on their Facebook page, and so we usually we usually send out our stuff everywhere. So, and I guess there were a lot of bands that submitted, it, you know, from all over, like Tri-State, like New York, Pennsylvania, Delaware, New Jersey, and you know, and they just finished getting inducted into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame as well. So, uh, I just put together our, our our press kit. I sent it out to them, and uh, and we waited, and then it was it's so crazy, man. You know. We, we only have one song, yeah. and we sent it out to them, and I guess it was enough of an impact that we left that, you know, they actually chose us, and, and we're actually one of the, the few bands that, well, we're actually the only metal band on there that's actually on, on the Verge band, you know? Most of the other bands on there are either indie bands or alternative bands, so we're, we're, we're still representing shout out to metal. Vivian. Shout out to Vivian. Yeah, shout out, shout out, big shout out to Vivian from yeah. the Aquarium Weekly. She's, she's the one that, you know, that looked at us and gave us enough thought to even put us on in yeah, there. Yeah, for real. And, uh... And then yeah, and then we're a 2012 on the, on the verge band, you know, for the from Dick band. the only, only metal, metal band, band too. Yeah. So, what would you say is something you're reaching for now? You, you got into the Aquarian as uh, the 2012 uh, weekly band on the verge. W what's next? I'm trying. Next step. I'm up? trying to go to Mars. <laughs> <laughs> trying to write this next song. Red rocks. Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to be on a source <laughs> with but Eminem. Forget <laughs> that. Triple XL, baby. I'm trying to get on BET. <laughs> triple XL, triple XL. But now, um, so I mean, really, it's just riding, keep working hard, keep, uh, you know, keep grinding. I would you love know. to be on a newspaper. I hate you. Any newspaper. Since it's Friday the 13th, tell me about your favorite horror movie for a minute. What's something that makes, like, a horror movie great for you? Horror movie uh, great. 
when you can't when you, when you can't sleep and you just see him and you, when you close your eyes and you, and see, you see him it. and you see him <laughs> like when I when I, my, my favorite oh man let me go right, we'll, we'll take turns we'll take turns right, my, my favorite horror movie has to be it I love it I love it and you know that thing yo scared the mess out of me when I was young I used to close my eyes and just see him like oh man it if, was so bad. And like see, I seeing uh, the uh, what do you call it the um, sewage the drain. Sewage, sewage drain. I kept seeing them under there, <laughs> and just seeing like me, like even now going out of rehearsal on Broadway, like mad, mad late. There's no cars everywhere. I just keep thinking a clown's gonna come skipping down the street, That's holding a bad balloons. Thing. <laughs> like me and a bad always say that. Like yo, if a when clown we, when we get out of rehearsal, <laughs> yeah, they're talking about when we get out of rehearsal. Yeah, it's like three, four o'clock in the yeah. morning, and it's like an empty street going far down and. We just keep saying, like, what if we were just, like, at the exact moment we're in the middle of the street, we just hear a clown go, like, yeah, <laughs> like, yeah. And we just see him coming, skipping down, like, with balloons. And we, we say it's it. And he's, like, pointing us to come over here. And, I, and me and him are, like, and we're, like, hurry up and get in the car. We're running this dude over. <laughs> but, I mean, I love it. I could watch that movie, like, oh, every day. <laughs> Even though I'm scared, I get scared. You watched it night or during the day? Oh, I watched it. At, I watched it at night. I'm not. I'm not. I mean, I ain't no B. <laughs> yeah. I mean that, and I mean, you know, it's always the Exorcist always scared the mess out of me too. Most death. I mean, it's like yo, move, holy man. <laughs> oh man, that's, that thing just creeps me. Let me out. get a hit. Let me get a hit. I uh, the 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 only movie I remember that scared the mess out of me is uh. <laughs> is um the Blair Witch Project? <laughs> I don't know why. Don't make fun of me, man. It was scary. I was like twelve years old. I don't know, man. Was, you know, go on. Playing basketball, on. man. Tell us why it was scary. I don't know, dude. It was just scary. That's it. <laughs> I, I was at I was at home. I was sleeping. I couldn't sleep. You dude. sure like you didn't like laugh at this movie and thought it was like a comedy? Nah, dude. I was okay. scared, man. <laughs> In the middle of the night, the scariest part was when they were camping, and then. All them little girls started shaking their tents. I kept thinking that in the middle of the night, like little girls are gonna, little girls are gonna shake my uh, my bed. I would have flipped, dude. That and and uh, like uh, like Nelson said, Cloverfield. It's oh, not really. So a, I really I, I really thought it was scary. It's yeah, the, like those movies aren't horror movies, but they're the idea of it is. I think it's amazing. Yeah, this and, whole and, like and World of the Worlds. It's yeah. the kind of the same thing. This whole new like uh, what what yeah this first person camera kind of thing like or uh no it has a name anybody know the name um no it's of called these uh, i get it <laughs> <laughs> anyway just that whole like oh it's it's a handheld oh, camera yeah. taking in all the footage like that Wait, yeah like, I, I know what you're talking about i don't know the name but i mean i'm mean, but i'm just saying that the idea of that scares scares the crap I mean, out of me it's just really the uh, it's more i mean if it's <laughs> If you're gonna repeat what Nelson said, I'm gonna slap you. Nah, I ain't gonna repeat. I mean, no. it's, wait, let me say it, dude. <laughs> <laughs> it's, no, it's, it's, it's more the idea. Ah, man, you, you, you know it's hot out. I know, I know. But, but, but you know it's hot out, though, right? <laughs> All right, well, I mean, that's why. Let me just repeat what he said. I mean, right. it's really the idea that makes this <laughs> the movie scary. And it's like, uh, I mean, like, one thing that happened to me once is I was watching this scary movie. I mean, I, I think it was the right. Like a few nights ago, oh, probably. Yeah, it's with uh, what, what, what's that dude? Um, uh, Anthony Hopkins. Yeah, Anthony Hopkins. And I was just, you know, laying down on a couch. And all the lights were turned off, 
and uh, I was just they were just going through all the photos of all these exorcisms, and then I was like, you know what, I'm gonna go to sleep. So then the TV just turned off right when it showed a picture of this demon, and then the lights didn't want to turn on in the living room, and I was just like. <laughs> I just took a deep breath and I was like, "This happened. This is really happening right now. Are you are you, are you serious?" So I just sat down in the darkness. I was just, just take me. Because this is just this is just retarded right now. I, 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 uh, another thing before Nelson goes, uh, it, it's not a movie. It's a video game, uh, Resident Evil Four. <laughs> and five dude i never beat that game because i was so scared i was so scared that and the fact that i was pretty butt at it because i never had good guns i always walked around with a knife and a and, yeah. a, and like a uh, a pistol and no shoes <laughs> man I, I used to run i used to be like because you know you you the you know that that resident evil running you're like oh there's someone over there ah, you know what i'm saying like the helplessness of it and i'm like oh man just kill me I never beat that game. But I mean that whole that <laughs> I I can't say I'm a big like horror movie guy. I I I like all the big ones, I guess, you know, just I mean, Freddy, Jason, yeah. The Exorcist, Hellraiser. Uh, Hellraiser. Hellraiser uh, oh, dude, that was my favorite movie, man. I I used to like in high school I had this pinhead like pendant around my neck like every day in high school. <laughs> I was cool. a bit like a like a rivet head and I moved on to like Thrash metal, but it was like total like ministry and like KMFDM fan. Yeah. Mm. And then it's just like the guitarist in Rigor Mortis, Mike Scotia, was also in ministry. So it's just that's the bridge. It just for helped. Me. Yeah, I mean, everything is scary, man. You know what scared me? You ever seen uh, the Cube or Cube? Nah, never seen Cube. It's a the the whole idea of it is that like these people just randomly wake up in this room. What are you talking about? And I it's saw? No, no, no. They wake up in this room oh, and, it, and it's it? a cube. Who is in it? Who is in it? I don't know, dude. It's some random movie. <clears throat> it's a cube. <laughs> and what happens is they wake up and they got to figure out how to move out of this cube. And every time they get out of the cube, they move into another cube that has like a booby trap. And this That's thing funny. just starts like this thing just starts picking them off one by one. And it's just, I don't know, it's just weird. I'm I'm more afraid of ideas than uh yeah the idea of it is more scary to me I mean than people. That's the second time. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Kevin. Rob. <laughs> now I have this okay. thing that, that bad, I, have, I have this thing. But like we were talking about before, I I know the whole <laughs> machine girl thing and all that splatter stuff. That stuff is cool. But I mean like splatter movies aren't meant to scare you. It's just like, no, they're just really entertaining. Yeah. <laughs> but um. I thought Cannibal Holocaust. Ain't nobody. I'm not really scared of it, but. I thought Cannibal Holocaust was awesome. I shout out, sh- sh- shout out to Nick Nick Shedlock from an aborted memory. He's a big horror guy, and he tells me a lot of movies to watch. But Cannibal Holocaust, when I saw it, I was like, "Wow, this is awesome." <laughs> what were some of his other big uh, favorites? Who? Nick uh, something uh, or other. Nick. Oh man, he loves everything, man. He's he's he goes to all the horror movie conventions. Man. Oh wow! Yeah, so his whole body's like his whole body. Horror movie. His whole body's <laughs> horror yeah, movie. He the has place. the he has the the Cannibal Holocaust you know poster right on his forearm. It's awesome, man. Wow. Um, yeah, it's crazy, yeah. dude. But yeah, uh, that's a fan. Yeah. The real big fan. He's like seen them all. Like, you know, oh man, he's met all the original Jasons. The Last House on the Left. The guys from the Last House on the Left. That was a good one from the seventies. Yeah. I really like that one too. And, uh, Yo, Human Centipede, what up? <laughs> Human <laughs> on your grave. Did he see that? I'm pretty sure he's seen everything. He has Although, a, that's more of like a revenge movie. He has an extensive yeah. horror collection. Shout out to the Board of Memory. They're recording right now. Yeah. Yeah. 
John Cell. Killing. Now, can you guys pull this off? I want each of you to pick out three horror movies, and I want you to pick out best villain, best victim, best person to get away, and why you pick those choices. Uh, now, you only have to pick one of each for a movie, because it's like, I want... Think for <laughs> this is hard. Well, I mean, like, I'd say <clears throat> my favorite villain was uh, Pinhead from Hellraiser, because it's just so ruthless and relentlessly evil, and, like, he always, like, destroys people. Um... <laughs> Let me see. Uh, best victim, I guess. Um, anybody that fell into uh, acid—that was pretty horrible. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, best person to get away, I guess. If you were in a zombie movie and you got away, that thumbs up for you. Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah, man. I, I would say for me, the best villain is. Uh, I just love watching Chucky, man. Oh, <laughs> he's so, he's so funny. <laughs> Everything about him is effing hilarious. And and he did scare the crap out of me as a kid, you know. Like the the one thing you don't want your 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 toy to do when you're a kid is to come alive and kill you. <laughs> so I mean that that was a pretty big thing for me as a child. Best victim, probably. <laughs> I I'm not saying that. <laughs> we, have this, we have this thing. Let me just put this out in there. We have this thing that every time we stay, we we have like these uh, horror movie nights, and we stay we stay in front of the TV, and when we watch the horror movie, we take every we take bets on who's gonna die first. We all pick somebody, and uh, yeah, we don't really win anything, but it's just fun. <laughs> it's it just fun to pick. Yeah, it gets pretty exciting. Oh, um, remember What's the clown? Your wait, wait, wait! Best oh, victim, best me, victim, best victim. Oh, he ain't, he's, he's not done. He ain't done. Dude, I can't think right now of a <laughs> victim that you know, I you would best care about. Beef jerky, that'll help you. Nancy, Nancy. Because you don't want to kill it by yourself. <laughs> oh, oh, you got lied. <laughs> <laughs> you got lied. Uh, you got lied. Oh, Nancy, that's all I got, Nancy. Oh, you got lied. Oh, Nancy, you got lied. That's victim in a horror movie, dude. That's that's hard. Everybody dies in horror movies. Yeah, but I mean, some people die a lot more horribly than others. Like, I mean, or funny. Yeah. Or funny. Yeah, they do. Like, I mean, I'm getting pushed into a wood chipper—that's pretty awful. Yeah, it is. I don't know, dude. I can't. I can't really. Uh, can't really think of one. But if I do. Think of it. Then I I'll mean, get back to oh me. man. Do, wait, wait. But the, but then you got your your survivor. Oh, best survivor. I love 28 Days Later. I love that guy. I love that, <laughs> I love that movie. I mean, that, that movie is, for me, uh, a realistic zombie world where zombies don't walk towards you or just kind of jog, but fully sprint <laughs> at you <laughs> and you have to sprint away <laughs> or else you're getting caught. I'm good with the, with the, with the slow zombies. I don't, you know, I'll, I'll shake them up a little bit. But yeah, 28 days later, that guy, all the props to him wow. for acting like he was dead in that one scene and throwing himself in all those bodies. <laughs> <laughs> I leave me living by the beach, man. <laughs> <laughs> Boy. <laughs> all right. Uh, Kevin, you want to go or I'll go? Yeah, I'll go. Uh, okay. Best villain? Yeah. Best movie. For, I mean, Best villain. <laughs> That's crazy. I'd say um, something just popped into my head. Um, oh, man. <laughs> <laughs> For real, going, these dudes going jerky crazy trying to up kill here. us, man. <laughs> uh, I guess uh, <laughs> Yo, <laughs> man, they kill us jerky, we die. <laughs> Jamaica, me crazy, I really can't man. think right now. Beach, 
If I was in I always Jamaican, liked Freddy. Why would I be wearing this hat? <laughs> I always liked Freddy Krueger. I don't know why. He's just cool. Yeah, I, I, I haven't I haven't seen the the remake, the newest one. Has anybody seen that one? Yes. I know we've seen it, but I fell asleep Did on it. Did it suck? Did it? It was I. It wasn't like it wasn't like. I heard they like they they like flipped the script. Like they they didn't make him funny. They just made him like serious. That made you think that he wasn't he wasn't really the one to blame, and he wasn't really the one. Yeah, you guys told me it was a good movie. It's a victim of circumstance. Yeah, Yeah. and at the end, it's like you just flip the script on you and like booyah. And they like, hit yeah, you with I a really two- did rape those women. <laughs> they, hit, they hit you with that two piece, that that Ken uppercut, Hadouken. So yeah, like I I, I really like Freddy. He's he's always funny. <laughs> yeah. Uh, let me see. The what is it? The victim. What is it? Best victim. I I just love Final Destination victims. <laughs> oh, best villain. Let me change that to Mister Mister Bloodsworth. Because that dude's just you. so funny. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, uh, villains just all the funny deaths in Rish. Final Destination. They have some really yeah, funny man, ones, dude. I'm telling you, we, we watch it and we just laugh at it. This is one we had when when our drummer came up here. We were rehearsing in a in Nelson's house, and we only had to watch. We could only watch two movies all day: Kickboxer with Kickboxer. Rob, with, uh, with Rob Van, Van Dam, yeah, Rob Van, Van Dam, and uh, Final Destination Two. That's it. But all right, let me let me go with my. Uh, Mines is has to be uh Mines has to be like uh Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood. Tales from the Hood and this one's for me and a bad. Tales from the Hood is is like it's just our favorite. Oh man, and I love uh I got to watch that. What do you call it? The the best villain. Let me see. From those three stories, man. I would have to the say father? the monster, yeah. The the second story it was the monster with David Allen Greer. Man, that scene always has me in a bad role. And wait, at, describe that character though. Um, well, he's like a regular. He was like a regular guy, and uh, but I mean, I guess it was. Wasn't like, he like a demon? It was like I think it was more of an inside thing. Oh, like, okay. He was a mon. He was a monster. Let me get, a hit, let me get a hit. But I guess it was just like, you know, he was oh, like no, no, since his, he he beat up his uh. His son and his mother. <laughs> so I guess, I mean, you know, it was just saying, like, there's some fathers out there who, who are considered monsters. That's what I'm guessing. Yeah, they. I mean, it's just, that's what it was really doing. The and other uh, scary thing that, uh... <laughs> the other scary thing was the uh, Tales of the Crypt, is it? Tales from the Crypt with two. Oh, that, that little that little monster, man. The that, that little is the man. Yeah, I love uh, the Crypt. I keepers. never liked them. <laughs> But it was I always know, creepy, man. I don't know if, if it, would Jaws be considered horror? Yeah, Jaws. Sort of. Yeah, it scared the crap it out of you, didn't man. it? That thing scared me more than anything. My whole, life. <laughs> I couldn't even take a shower. I kept thinking he was gonna come out the sink <laughs> and just bite me. Yeah, that, that totally makes sense. And, man. Ma- and I mean, I, man, my, f- I, I love that shark, but I mean, I loved when that uh, at the the first one when when the dude got bit, the shark expert. Oh man, he got obliterated. Yo. You ever think of changing your cell phone ring to the Jaws theme? <laughs> I think I'll get scared, though. If I'm taking a shower and my phone's right next to me, I'm like, oh, damn, I'm getting out of, <laughs> I'm getting out of here, man. Oh, <laughs> it got me all day. I mean, that thing scared me. Even with, with, with Ed, the dude from Hellhound, Eddie, you know, Eddie Hellhound, he feels the same way. He watched it when it came out. And he watched it right in front of... He's that old. He, yeah, he's that <laughs> he's old. Like, nah. and, he, and he watched it right in front, right, right in the front. It's crazy. What up? What What's up? up? Did all you guys pick out your three favorite uh, horror movie characters, like villains and victims and stuff? Or I didn't, think um, I th- I uh, one or two of you guys uh, escape? 
the survivors, I, I I'm gonna have to go with you, man. The the zombie uh, the zombie survivors. That's scary stuff, right there. The whole zombie thing is just, you know, like like Nelson said, the idea stuff. I now mean, that you know, now that people are eating people's faces off, <laughs> and you, know you can get that from eat, from smoking weed now. Yeah. No, you can't, man. Get or you can get that from the uh, Jamaican beef jerky. <laughs> <laughs> I live by the beach, man. <laughs> you, you know, you, you know. Now they're they're selling houses like zombie proof. Did you know that? They what they, they give you like a twelve gauge <laughs> shotgun. <laughs> the, nah, dude. They got like houses that have like a moat. Like, it's got an island with an electric fence around it. Oh, wow. And what do you do? Like, get one of your eyes poked out and a parrot on your shoulder and you go like, Arr, I'm a pirate. <laughs> I, I love pirates. <laughs> I love pirates. I'd be a pirate. A butt pirate. Like, nah. A but butt yeah. pirate. Um, but, zombies, uh, zombie survivors. Like in a, like in a twi- was it 28 days later or 28 weeks later when they set out a whole like little blanket thing and they got survived at the end? That's 28 days. That's yeah, 28, 28 days? days yeah. oh, I love that part. That part was the shiznit. I, I mean, I don't know who really sur- uh, survived in uh, Tales from the Hood. I think it was uh, in the third story. Remember the crazy dude? Yeah. He went crazy, but, you know, he, he set things straight. Remember? And then he turned insane. No, not him, dude. It's the other story. Uh, There's a story where, you know, they uh, beat up, uh, you know, Beat up this uh mayor guy who's running for mayor. He's trying to remember the crooked cops, yeah, yeah, yeah. And they beat him up so bad. And they, the other cop, you know, he didn't know, yeah, he comes back, he comes back as a zombie, and yeah, and then he starts picking them off one by one, yeah. And then he ends up being crazy, the other cop. But that was my favorite survivor because he actually he deserved, you know, he did the right thing, but in the end, he still, you know, he still uh, was in an insane asylum, so. If you met a genie and uh, he said he has one wish to give you, that you could be successful doing anything that was not associated with music, what would you choose? Go, Kevin. Is it, is it like a yes or no answer? <laughs> no. No, no, man. No, man. It, oh, pick your wait. favorite color. <laughs> <laughs> so, is that a yes or no question? <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Uh, if you met a genie, successful doing anything, what would you choose? Oh, I'd choose... Anything that'll give me money because I'll be successful and then I'll use that money in music. <laughs> I'll buy Matt Fernandez guitars. And, you know, I'll buy some. I'll buy those big old Mavi pants. You know, the ones that the gangsters wear. <laughs> what you mean, like MC Hammer pants? <laughs> I'd rock those too. I'd buy some Labella strings, yo, for real. All that stuff. So yes, I would pick anything that would make me money so I could spend it on music. There's always a loophole. Holding a mic. <laughs> You're holding a mic. Go. Oh, I got both of them now. <laughs> now you extra loud. <laughs> yo, yo. Um. Uh, what would I do <laughs> if a genie grab? <laughs> uh, <laughs> I mean, <laughs> dude, don't be a fart knocker, man. <laughs> I mean, if a genie granted me a wish, I would totally like. Dude, I don't know what the hell. <laughs> I hate now, like, hey, yo, I'm a genie. I hate surprises. (laughs) I hate surprises. Like they, they, I don't like being surprised. Surprise! (laughs) It sucks. I hate being surprised. So, like, if a genie actually did do that, first I'd curse him out (laughs) and I'd tell him, "Why you doing this?" Then he'd explain to me that I have one wish. He was like, "Yo, I'm a genie, man. I'm gonna destroy you. I wish it so." (laughs) I would. 
then I would wish not to be destroyed. <laughs> um, yeah, that one's easy. Uh, dude, I don't know what the hell I would do. I'll just mine's. I'll just tell the genie. I wish that I could get a hundred wishes, and you gotta be by my side <laughs> all day, <laughs> so then I can get anything I want. <laughs> Mac, 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 Mac. But yeah, I mean, damn, that's a tough one. Without yeah, this is a tough one. Without it being with music. I wish for a Coke. No, dude, I would. How about a Coke? That's a bad one. Maybe I, maybe I, maybe I could become a base. People could, or a tree, like I said in the last interview. So then I can be made into an expensive MTD. <laughs> Base. And, I, and then I could be of some use. They're going to print the Catholic Bible on you. <laughs> <laughs> and I'll be like, Kevin, make me into a base. <laughs> but, um, yeah. Crap, I don't know. If a genie came over here, I would have probably got scared and just knocked him out. And stole what? a genie bottle. If he was genie from Aladdin, that's a whole different story. I, I would have knocked him out and sold the, the bottle. <laughs> yeah, for real, sold the bottle. <laughs> hey, yo, this bottle look expensive. Yo, so. but if it was the genie from Kazam, Shaquille O'Neal, Shaquille O'Neal, it would have been a wrap. <laughs> what about that, like, that evil genie movie? Which one? Which one? Which one? Jafar? No, Wishmaster. Yeah, Wishmaster. Oh, oh man, I've never seen that movie. Crazy dude, never seen it. That's crazy. Is it man. good? Yeah, it's good. I hated Wishmaster. I saw, yeah, it. I saw it in theaters with my because mom. Every, every time and you we make, make a wish, we made like fun of that the whole time. You. <laughs> we'll flip it on you. Be like, come on, man. I ain't wish that. Like you say, yo, can I get a, I wish for like a Snickers bar, right? And he'll he'll give you a Snickers bar, but he won't tell you that there's like heroin in it and you're going to OD on it. And you're going to eat it and be like, oh, and die right there. So that's what he does to you. And, you're, and then throughout the whole movie, I'm like, oh, so you got to make it like, I want a pure Snickers bar with nothing in it. I don't want a car to come down and smash me and I, I'm going to be dying all that. Sounds like a pretty good movie. Yeah, it's yep. funny. I, that's all I do when I see it. I'm like, oh, man. They never said that. Yeah, it was funny. He was he was really perverted the entire movie. Really? He was, yeah. He was, he was like was in a hoodie. That was the cool thing he about He was like it. in a hoodie. Yeah. But he he was he was he, he was a G, though. He looked nasty, too. He looked like a like lizard Yeah, like goat. a lizard dude, yeah. Yo, speaking of lizards, did you see thing. the Leprechaun movies? Yes, oh, of course. Man. Love the Leprechaun oh, movies. Oh my god! Leprechaun in the hood, in the hood had his dime <laughs> because this dude, so funny, Kevin, man. he was this dude pulled out a, a knife from his, from his afro. Uh, he, he pulled, pulled out, out a knife from his and afro. A bat. Remember the bat? And then he pulled out a bat <laughs> from his afro. <laughs> Yo, we almost died. Yo, we were choking. We were rolling when we, were we watched on the ground that. Dying, Dude, but I, that was so funny. I love all, I love all the Leprechaun movies. But yeah, movies, those, those Leprechaun movies are pretty good. What about Trick or Treat? That was Trick or Treat? Was Wh- which one? Which one? That was the one that Oh, man. We seen this movie called Trick or Treat. Yeah, how was it? That movie was so good. It was so unexpected. It was one of those movies that you're like, so oh, unexpected. Man, forget it. Let's just watch this horror movie, man. Yeah, it's one of those. Oh, and man, you're watching it, and slowly and slowly, you're like, what the? Oh, man, yo, this movie is. And then Rigo was upstairs. We like, Rigo was Rigo. mad pissed. He was like, yo, I'm not watching this because I didn't get to, my, I didn't get to watch my pick. And then he went upstairs, <laughs> and then we watched it, and then he missed it. It was a great <laughs> movie, man. It was a great movie. Itchy the Killer. Itchy the Killer. Itchy? Yeah, like Kuroshi Nah, i never seen that Jay-sicle. one. Jaysicle. I haven't seen a lot of movies. But I mean, yeah, Gene. You need to see more horror movies. I, sh- I gotta I see more movies, I, period. I, I, watch, I love watching before. movies, but I mean, mo- I, I love... I got a job now. I love all these... Uh, Man, I love I, I love Denzel Washington. That's my thing right there. 
I mean, I'm a big dra- dra- dramatic uh, uh, guy. I love, I love. How do you guys feel about stuff. zombie movies, though? Um, I love everything. Uh, yeah, they're good, man. I I love Twenty Eight Days Later. But dudes, like the Day of the Dead series, or I mean, the Night of the Living Dead series, or the Return of the Living Dead series. Which is honestly the, black, the one that's black and white. I love. Honestly, I forgot that. I, I haven't seen yeah, any of them. <laughs> I love that oh, one. I, I, I did see I did see the black and white one, but that was like so long ago. I don't remember anything That's from the it. Is that, is that where Dawn of the Dead? Is that where the zombies are white? They're just white dudes. Maybe. Nah, they that's makeup on. the old school one is when they and go to they always go to a house and then the zombies surround it. Bro, that was not a living dead, man. That yeah. was one of the first movies where there was an African. What about Zombie Return of the Living Dead was with the punks and stuff. Yeah. Yeah. Is that the one with the mall? Yeah. No, the one with the mall, isn't that Day of the Dead or Dawn of the Dead? Yeah, I don't know. That's when they're in the attic and they're they're like hiding up there and all that. Oh, mess. maybe you're thinking of Return of the Living Dead. Maybe. What about it was in color, though. It was in color. It was in color. Astro Zombies. Yeah, I love Astro Zombies. But I mean, oh, but we love we love all zombie movies. You got to watch the zombie movies, man. Who doesn't watch zombie movies? Everybody has to watch zombie movies. Unless you're scared of zombies. Oh, you ever seen um, <laughs> Frankenstein? Oh, no, no. I was thinking of something else. <laughs> but anyways, you seen Frankenstein Girl versus Vampire Girl? No. no I've never seen awesome. it. Is it hot? Yeah, it's, it's made by the same person who did uh, Machine Girl, so you know it's going to be like uh, a total gore bloodbath. Damn. I got to see cool. that then. I got to see it. I got to check that out. Today. Yo, vamp- it's behind you. Yo, vampire <laughs> movies, yo. I love vampire movies, though. Kalima. I love that. Best vampire movie than me. I'll always love the interview with a vampire. Yeah. I love that movie so I much. fell asleep on it. <laughs> you suck. <laughs> Is that with a... Me and a bad always be going in battles with vampires versus werewolves. Yeah, I know. You know that, right? No, I know exactly <laughs> what you came out of that. Uh-huh. I'm going to eat. Anyways, what do you think is the most painful thing you learned about being in the music business? <laughs> that guap. Now, I know this is going to make you smile, but that come on, answer. Guap. <laughs> <laughs> I'm serious. Um, that guap. Guap is money. <laughs> yeah. For those of you who don't know, you're listening to the smooth sounds of DJ Smooth Lips. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah. I mean, that's. I mean, what else? What else is there? I would have to say, um, in general, just. Uh, <laughs> I would say. The whole spend money to make money thing, that becomes you mean pay for play. Yeah, I mean, but that becomes a that becomes a reality once you uh, once you actually start digging in deep and 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 once you actually want to go somewhere with your music, you got to understand that that you need to put out quality. You know, nobody wants to hear your crap if it's crap. If you went like there, a, a, a lot of people uh, uh, have short attention spans, so. You know they're not gonna want to. They're not gonna even probably give you a chance if it sounds like crap. I mean, with us at least, we we're very keen on wanting to put out the best kind of quality that we can, and we we really want people to listen to our music, and hopefully once we actually have a live show, to listen to us and say, "Wow, that is the same band I heard on the track." Now, how many times have you been to a show, and you hear a band and you go, "That's not the same band that I heard on this CD." Why? Because everybody is Pro yeah, Tools, everybody is shows, yeah. digital, everybody is my bad. Some sh- yeah, I mean, some shows, is like he was saying, some shows I, I went in and I loved this one song, 
and it was like halfway through at least two minutes into the song and i didn't even know it was the song <laughs> and i was just like wait a minute i know this song it's that song i've always listened to at home yeah, man. and i'm I, like wow i'm not sure how many times or how often you go to local shows but for me that's that's always a big mm-hmm. uh yeah what's the word i'm looking for revelation huh revelation no no, no just uh, disappointment honestly just I get really disappointed. Well, yeah. I mean, like, I most get... of the time, though, like, a live song is a little bit different than, like, a studio song. Oh, yeah, I know that. That's true. But I guess... I guess but it shouldn't be like type, that. It shouldn't right? be like that. Why not? What do you mean, why not? Because that's not what you wrote in the studio. Why the hell do I want to hear your crap that, that, you, <laughs> that you wrote and put on a CD and you can't do that same thing live? Yeah. Not that I, that's not, also an opinion. Not that I'm waiting for the same thing, but I mean, I'm waiting at I'm waiting to hear at least what I liked about it. And so I take it you're not a fan of getting bootlegs of concerts. No, I I do like getting bootlegs of concerts. I like seeing that other angle from it, and I like hearing what it probably sounded like in there. But I'm just big on quality, mm-hmm. sound quality. If the band on the track sounds like they were coming out of you know marshals and and ampegs and they whatever if the quality on the track was a, a higher quality and then they get on stage and, and play you, through a combo amp i'm gonna be pissed off <laughs> i'm gonna be really pissed off it's like one of those it's, it's i'm especially gonna be pissed <laughs> off if the drummer is playing with some crap little sound percussion <laughs> drum We've set been through this before. with some sound percussion drum set all our stuff sounded cool, recorded, but then when we played live, it sounded like crap. And, I mean, it's it's. I, I just love when, I mean, I don't mind little changes here and there, yeah, you know, that. but, like, when I see Maiden live, it's like they're so tight and they do it exactly. And yeah, that yeah. feeling is always is there. No yeah, tight, what. That, that whole tight thing, like the whole band is on the same note and on the same click, you know, all that stuff. I, I I, I agree with what Nelson says, but I, I also what I'm big on is uh, when bands are in the studio, you know how they got the Pro Tools and all that digital yeah. stuff. They can just, oh, let me just move it back to the click and it'll be in time. Well, when, when I go see bands, sometimes they're not even on time. The drummer's off. He doesn't even bother to get back on. The singers are horrible, but they sound great in the studio. You know, that. I guess that's what we mean by that. More of like... That whole—it's just—it's like artificial. Everything's artificial. But when you once you get on stage, you know, you like it's like because the the reason why we uh we spend so much money on our stuff is the quality is because you know we take pride in it. We Mm -hmm. we don't want to we don't want to give you crap, and and we're giving it to you for free. Like I don't want to buy. Yeah, I mean, what can you do with free crap? Exactly. (laughs) 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 Like some. I know a lot of bands record horribly and and they sell their things. I'm like, no, I'm not gonna buy this. Oops. Yeah, I mean, it's horrible. It's, it's it's it sucks when it's like that when you when you're like going to a show and you're so excited and then you get there and it's like, how disappointed would you be if you go see Rigor Mortis and the bass player sounds like he's coming out of a combo amp? Well, very uh, crestfallen. But <laughs> I mean, it's like. When I was asking this question, I was like thinking about like a band that's super tight, like knows what they're doing, they're professionals, and they have good equipment. Mm-hmm. I wasn't thinking of like listening to some sort of 
recording of some band that like the drummer and bassist were <laughs> drunk, okay. couldn't be on time with anything. I was thinking of like somebody that's like they already were on. already established. Yeah, yeah, I mean some established. I, the, my my main thing is that if you put your heart and soul into writing your music, then you know don't be lazy and putting your heart and soul into how it sounds and on how, stage, especially how, how you perform it on stage mm-hmm. and all that. It's not just about you know. You know, just writing good music, you have to, you know, you have to make it sound good and, and just go, just go all the way with it, you know, mm-hmm. go 110% with everything, with writing, mm-hmm. with performing, with playing live, with with just everything. I get especially disappointed with bands that have harmonies, vocal harmonies, and then nobody does the harmony on stage. And <laughs> guitar harmonies, because they always play it wrong. <laughs> or one guitar is out of tune. Or there's... Yeah. One guitarist in the band, and there is a rhythm guitar. There's a layered, <laughs> another layered rhythm guitar, and then there's a layered lead over the rhythm, and then there's a layered lead over the lead, <laughs> and exactly. it's just. You can't hear the bass. <laughs> and then you can't hear the bass unless you unless you're Pantera and you got Rex. Yeah, but I mean that. Like I said, yeah. that's a four piece that Rex did it right. Just, but I mean, in my opinion, I mean, just sound like you do in the studio. You know, you can tweak stuff and make it, you know, a little bit more interesting to add to the performance you know and just to add to the overall you know you know stuff that you're trying to project but i mean hey just give it a 110 percent 110 percent that's really i it. see now anyways like in the world of metal though how do you guys feel about the uh ongoing situation with uh randy from uh lamb of god being stuck in a czech prison i think it's bogus I'd have to say it, it sucks. <laughs> I think it's stupid. It's the, it's just as stupid as when a kid runs after a ball and you're about to hit him with your car or you do hit him with a car and it becomes manslaughter. It kind of sucks that you just hit a kid with a car, but come on. Yeah. Whose who, fault is that? Whose fault is it? Where are whose fault? It, where were the parents? It's everybody's fault, man. No, it is, it's man. never one person's fault. It's the kid's fault for going in for going into the street. It's the parents' fault for not being there and not teaching the kids. And it's the dude's and fault it's, it's, for going. And it's the dude's fault for not reacting fast enough. That's that's retarded. Yeah. I wouldn't say I. I. I mean, I, just, I mean, you would think that if you go on top of a stage. Everybody knows that you're going to get thrown off. Yeah. So what are you doing? I mean, what did happen? What did happen? I was I'm not into that stuff. I seen the video. The first one, the first one when he jumped off, I I literally said, yo, he killed himself right there. Okay, so there was a dude that jumped up on stage or he tried to jump up on stage. He got up on stage three times. Guy jumps on stage. Dude jumps on stage three times. Yeah. First time he gets on stage, he, he successfully jumps off stage. Yeah, but the oh, that's, that's but it, that's but into the into, the, into no the crowd, can. nobody caught him. He <laughs> just <laughs> he yeah. just went straight down. Straight down. Second <laughs> time, it's a pretty clear image of the security guard and Randy grabbing him and throwing him off stage. Now, by Randy, I mean like he w- you know the security guard has both hands on the guy and he's just tossing him off. Randy's still singing with the mic in his hand. And with one arm is kind of helping the security guard toss him off. And the third time, the dude is just jumping on the stage and falls off the rail. And <laughs> just that, that's it. Yeah. <laughs> he just did that. How he died is, I, I have no idea. He died like 14 days after the incident. Who knows? 
what could have happened in those 14 days or what happened before the things that happened on the video with that guy too yeah like i said i just i I wouldn't blame randy you know that people you know people who knows if he was belligerently drunk on stage or if he was doing drugs is he if he was on cocaine (laughs) cocaine who knows what he was actually doing or what you know there's no other footage of whatever whatever else he was doing even before the security guard grabbed him or at least i didn't see any footage of that so i don't know i don't know what he could have been doing i'm sure it was annoying as hell though and that's why he got thrown off stage. I mean, he went up there like three times. You, you eventually see a long-haired blonde dude going up. Yeah. You're like, yo, please throw this dude off. You know what I mean? I mean, I don't blame him for throwing him off. Look at Dimebag. Yeah, true. Like, you, you've been to shows before where, like, somebody's crowd surfing and they get dropped. And then they're, like, dragged out just because, like, they're not moving anymore. Mm. Yeah. 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 I mean, that that's... One of the stupidest and saddest things you can ever see. It's like, I remember being at this Destruction show a couple of years ago. It was like such an amazing performance by Mantic Ritual. Like, Br- Mantic is broken up by now, but oh my God, this was an insane Mantic performance. But anyways, though, about this dude. It was like, this dude gets dropped, like, right before any of the awesome bands played. And it was just like, damn, you, you completely ruined the concert for yourself. Yeah, no. I know. I mean, just like... Crowd surfing can be dangerous. It's like yeah, for real. And and most people don't realize it's like moshing is at your own risk. And it's like you think you're invincible, but it's like man, you don't have to mosh to get kicked out of a show. <laughs> Trust yeah, me. That's one of the ways, though. I went I went all the way down to Virginia to go see you two in Charlottesville, Virginia, and I picked up my tickets in D.C. Went to Charlottesville, tried to jump on stage, got rushed by two security guards, and kicked out of the show. So, I mean, you know what you... Exactly, but you know what you're doing yeah. when you're doing it. Exactly, yeah. Unless you're on cocaine. Unless you're on cocaine. But you do know what you're doing when you're doing it. So, I mean, that that kid has to be accountable for his own actions. And his parents, or whoever's trying to blame Randy for this is... I don't know, man. I just think it's wrong. Or maybe the person that's collecting that crazy amounts of money that they have to put up too. Oh, yeah. for that bail. Uh-huh. Yeah, I mean, uh. it's like it's amazing you pay $200,000 for bail and then you don't get to leave. Come out. Yep. <laughs> That's crazy. Really? Yeah. yeah, I mean, it, bail must mean something different over in different there. Countries. Yeah. They're probably like he paid the money and he's still in jail? Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, it it doesn't make sense. It's crazy, man. Locked up, the boom. It's a little frustrating. <laughs> yeah, it's amazing though. It's like such a waste of money, too. Yeah, man. Well, that's that. What can you do it? What can you do, man? And anyways, it's midnight o'clock. <laughs> and, um... <laughs> Damn, 12. About to hit the chicken shack after this. <laughs> and anyways, what would you say is the time-tested midnight snack for you guys? Chicken shack. I love cereal. Cereal with some silk milk. Yo, seriously. Ah, uh, what kind of cereal? Ah, uh, Oh, I just like cereal, man. Cereal at midnight, it's so good. What, like Captain Crunch? I love Captain yeah. Crunch, dude. <laughs> I love Captain Crunch. Right, what about Reese's? Man, Reese's Puffs. Don't get me on that. Yeah, he was at my crib. I man. always go to Rob's house and eat them all. Yeah, man, I be getting mad, dude. <laughs> <laughs> I be getting mad. I, 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 owe you those I can say you want me, I can tell you my story about when I OD'd on Reese's. I OD'd on Reese's because I'm a really big peanut butter guy. Oh, so, dude, peanut butter is... 
It's it, man. <laughs> if there wasn't peanut butter, I don't know what I would do. I don't know. I don't think. I don't know. Well, Ew, man. So, Ew. So, so I, uh, I took a, a spoon of peanut butter. I'm gonna cut this. I'm gonna put this short version. I'm a. I took a spoon of peanut butter. Chunky or like smooth? No, it was chunky. Yeah, chunky's I, I, the stuff. Chunky is it's so good, man. So I took it and I, don't I know what that it, is. And I've seen that. I scooped it up with. With with the Reese's puffs with milk in it, <laughs> and then and then I ate it, I, I I ate it and then I took a Reese's uh the peanut butter cup and put that in my mouth too and I <laughs> and all that peanut butter in my mouth just like like something clicked in my head and I was just like <laughs> and I was I was just like ODing on peanut butter, <laughs> and then ever since I I couldn't eat peanut butter for like at least three months because every time I tasted it it was like I was I, it was it was. You were back in that yeah, spot. Yeah, I was, I, was, I was getting like, what, what, what happened? Did it shoot out your nose or something? It went straight to my brain. and It, it was just peanut butter brain. overdose. It was just peanut butter. And I was like, oh, my God. <laughs> and, yeah, it was the worst. I suggest everybody try that, too. Yo, you should get, like, the four and a half pound uh, crate of, like, peanut butter, of chunky peanut butter from ShopRite, man. That's the best peanut oh, butter there is. Dude, no, man. you know what you can do? Um, know, if you right? go to Whole Foods. Yeah. They have like this whole nuts section. That's and a lot of nuts. That is a lot That's of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. That's a lot of nuts. You All want right. fries with that? That'll be That'll four, four bucks, bucks, baby. You want fries with that? Uh, he just right. left. With nuts. With nuts. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> so there's this whole nut section. And they have a grinder mm-hmm. right in front of it. And you just grind your own peanut butter. You or, your own, or your own nut butter. Whatever the hell you want to pick. I want to make a honey pick. roasted peanut butter. They have them. They have and you can roasted, make it, man. I love honey roasted peanuts. I got, mm. I got pistachio butter. Pistachio I'm gonna hit that up. Like no, it was great. But really though, how important do you value bacon? Oh man, well yeah, he he he's a vegetarian. Yeah, so he doesn't eat bacon eat anymore. Bacon, yeah. I'm, I'm trying to be a vegetarian, but not in my house. Not with 13 Yo, you Spanish quit, people. Quit, man, and have bacon. <laughs> <laughs> I can't, dude. I can't, I can't dude. I. I, I I have a pretty good bacon story. So me and a couple friends were just together one night and uh, we went to a diner and we ordered whatever we ordered with a side of bacon. (laughs) Keep going. My friend or my friend side of bacon. No, no, no. My friend ordered a strawberry milkshake with bacon bits on top of it (laughs) and a side of bacon and a side of bacon for his side of bacon. So (laughs) so that you understand the night we went through. So I had like some. Like chicken, grilled chicken Hawaiian sandwich. What with the pineapple? With ec- yeah, with extra bacon and a side of bacon. My friend had disco fries with a side of bacon and bacon on top of it. Oh. And then I ordered the, this other side of bacon because these two girls walked in, <laughs> and, and we felt cool and we were like, you know what, we're gonna do this like 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 we're at a bar or something like you know, hey bartender, go tell. Go tell those two girls like this drinks from me or you know whatever. What like did you do order them bacon? I did. <laughs> I ordered them bacon. <laughs> so I was like, hey, you know, could you just send this side of bacon to them? And they got the plate of bacon and just looked over at us and I gave them this weird ass wink, like, yeah, yeah, baby, <laughs> take that bacon. And she was just like, no, ill. <laughs> she stuck the middle finger at us. <laughs> I was like, yo, man. Take the take the bacon. <laughs> I would have been happy. You I would have been the right ha- thing and stormed over and <laughs> gave them your mind, right? For real, I I 
I would have been really happy if somebody sent me a side of bacon. <laughs> and then you guys said that you should have sent it to a man because he would understand. Yeah, he would. Yeah. A guy would have understood. Like you know, oh, thank you, a side of bacon. <laughs> you like bacon? Yes. Gay bacon strips. Gay bacon strips. Gay bacon strips. But I mean, they didn't get it, and I spent four dollars for nothing. <laughs> she took your bacon back. I wanted to, but we were leaving and laughing, so okay. it didn't matter oh, at man, that point. That, that's brutal, man. Now, what about your favorite burger joints? <sighs> Oh man! Yo, and are, don't you feel like this is a sadder world we live in now that Burger House in New York City is closing along with Fat Burger at the Rockaway Square Mall? <laughs> Fat Burger, <laughs> you guys dude, are Fat Burger I, rules, man. I don't even know, dude. I stopped eating fast food like two year, two two and a half years ago. Dude, relapse, man, relapse. relapse. Last burger relapse, I had man. was a Checkers, and I love Checkers. I had this like, I don't know what it was, man. It was just some burger you know number two or something i i i ate you know i was eating it i was like mm, man it's good and then and then um halfway through the burger i i i felt like throwing up hmm. i was like oh, yo man what am i eating this is gross and after that i never ate did you have a milkshake too no dude it was just soda and, and a burger and i just felt like throwing up right after it it was so nasty man after that i never ate Never went to a fast food place again. Except, you know, when I go to fast food, I just eat French fries. Mm. I mean, everything. The only thing. The only thing I really, I used to love eating was was cheese. <laughs> what cheese. kind of cheese? Like jalapeno. Dude, I used, when I used to when I used to eat cheese, I used to put any type of cheese on anything. I used to put cheese on rice. Cheese, cheese on, on rice. Yo, I put cheese on everything. I've man. had smoked bacon cheese. It's pretty good. Mm. I don't so know good. how they do that. Yo, you ever hear of those <laughs> bacon flavored envelopes? Bacon flavored envelopes, dude. You need to get them because it's like we see. Like remember that bacon? So many oh yeah, people. I I we, saw some disgusting with stuff him, today. Yeah. It was like uh, like you know, like ketchup bottle. Like a ketchup bottle, yeah. It but it, instead, bacon. it was just like squeeze out bacon. Squeeze oh. out bacon. Oh, you mean was, it's a liquid? It wasn't liquid. It was a solid. It was like it, it looks like peanut no, butter, no, but, but like if you're squeezing it out of a bottle, it, it has to be like a liquid, right? It was um, liquidy. It was more creamy than liquidy. Yeah, it was like like it's ketchup. So it was like yeah. yeah, it was like that. And we we're like, what the? He was putting on a burger. Oh, it looked terrible. To me, it looked. terrible. I mean, I would still hit it, but <laughs> <laughs> it looked terrible. I don't know. <laughs> it looked like it would give you some a really bad time in the bathroom some after that. <laughs> some yeah, it would give you some butt. Yeah, for real. <laughs> 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 My buddy just but I took a shower. <laughs> Can I help you? So that's our take on bacon. Yo, you ever eat any like <laughs> Japanese food? Love Japanese food. I love Japanese yeah. food. Yo, I love everything but sushi. You ever have takoyaki? No, what is that? Oh, it's kind of like these squid balls where it's like squid balls. It's kind of <laughs> like a meatball Are type they live? thing. It has the consistency of that. And it's like real spicy and it's like there's this one place in New York City called uh, Kenka at 15 St. Mark's Place. And mm. It's like they got these things called kamikaze takoyaki, and it's awesome because it's like you get six of them, and it's like one of them is filled with wasabi, and it's like you and a couple friends get it, and then you can like point and laugh at the friend of yours that gets the one with wasabi because oh, it's ugh. like so horrible for that friend that gets the wasabi <laughs> one, and you can like point and laugh at them. Oh, oh, is, oh wasabi is what? That, that, wasabi is uh, that thing that Steve-O snorted. Oh, man. That I always think that. Horrible. No, but it's so funny though if one of your friends gets it and not you. But if you get it, it sucks. Oh, I, <laughs> I know that. I have wasabi. I would have been so mad. Joke, I got 
got mud butt right now. <laughs> you gotta, you gotta <laughs> no, take it like, down with some sake. You need to have like either a glass of beer or water by your side yeah. at all times when you're having that dish. You're right, you're right about that. I have, no, man, I, I'm not. I, I, I'm not really a big fan of spicy stuff. I love Seriously? tofu though. Nah, I don't eat spicy. Anything stuff. Japanese people make with tofu is amazing. I hate mm. spice, man. Tofu is just great. Yeah, I don't eat spicy foods. And I don't eat anything. That I, I'm weird. I don't eat just meat. Just butter. I Isn't it like cheese. he who controls the spice controls the kitchen or the world or something like that? <laughs> I have no idea. <laughs> I don't know. I'm staying away from spices. <laughs> <laughs> that no, thing I'm kills me. I'm staying away from spices too, man. I can't. I don't even. I bet. I, I just eat vegetables and all that mess. I'm, yeah, I don't know. So you have horseradish, though, right? <laughs> Ugh. Oh man, I, I, I can't I, stand I, horseradish. I anything that, that it's disgusting. Anything hmm. once once you once once you stop eating meat or you stop eating cheese or you stop eating dairy products, it's like you have to learn a whole different lifestyle. Yeah, dude. I haven't had milk. I haven't had milk in a while, and when I drank it with some cereal, I felt like throwing up. It uh, tasted like piss, I only man. Drink silk. Maybe you need to drink more of it. <laughs> you got oh, to drink it was silk so milk, bad. Baby. Silk I know I do drink silk milk, but Best one milk. day I just milk. wanted. Soy yeah, soy milk. Too. No, isn't that the st- wait? What kind of mil- no no? There's what almond kind of milk. Can you make a horchata with? I don't even know what that is. Oh, rice milk. Rice. I never milk tried is that. It's really I never good. tried that. I just I tried know, soy yo, and almond. It's so awesome though, and it's like, you've never had horchata. Nah, it's a it's a con leche, dude. No, no, no. Ar- oh, arroz con leche. Or, horchata is, is not. Is, is something else. Salvadorians have it. And okay. Guatemalans drink it too. Uh, is it the one that's gooey? No, it's not gooey. It's like it's kind of brown. It's 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 really a chai. Like you ever had a chai latte? Did they put the at little anywhere? The black things in it. I don't know. It's not black. Isn't it with like a little bit of cinnamon in it? That's the one Tiny, I'm talking about. Yeah. That's the one I eat. I, I Tiny agree. little bit, but like it's more chai than anything else. Yeah. So it's exactly what it is. When you go to like Panera Bread and you say, hey, can I get an iced chai latte? Like that's that's <laughs> what it translates to in Spanish. When you go to El Salvadoreño in Elizabeth, <laughs> you'd be like, oye, dame una horchata. <laughs> like, and they look at you and they know what you're talking about. Cause Yo, El Salvadoreño is beast, man. I miss uh, eating pupusas, dude. <laughs> man. That's in Elizabeth. God, dude. Pupusas, dude. It's a Salvadoran restaurant in you think they got, they got Elizabeth. Fish mm. up it's on Elizabeth Avenue. I think they got fish pupusas. I, know, I gotta go back to Eliman. I think so. The, the, the oh, the Peruvian spot. Oh. I'm really big at like eating anything. Yeah. That, all I'm gonna say is that That's night that, 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 that <laughs> night that we went to that spot in Elizabeth. <laughs> oh. Never again. You all got sick. I no, didn't no, get no. sick. He didn't get sick. I'm the only one who got sick from Yo, eating the meat. Last attacks on the beef jerky. <laughs> oh. No. <laughs> I be leaving I by really the beach. <laughs> Man. <laughs> that thing, is, that thing has killed me all night. It won't kill you. I have you. no idea how you eat that. I have had like three cookies and a donut. Dude, I have like no idea. I know. Dude. I'm a real spicy eat. food type person though. I can't, dude. I can't eat that. I can only eat, right <laughs> I can only eat solids. Solids that taste like nothingness. nothingness. This is solid. Look at nothingness. <laughs> uh, that's what I eat. Leah. I just eat for for it to survive. <laughs> yeah, minimalist. Yeah, man. That's what I'm I do. But the road of excess leads to the palace of wisdom. Nah. 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 I'm good. All I need is some water. <laughs> Truth. Yes. 
What? For real, it does. How often you like playing pranks on each other? How often? <laughs> yeah. All the time. <laughs> I mean, all the time. As often as humanly possible. Yeah, man. Every time we get a chance, we uh, I I, I find joys in scaring people. I've I've tried to scare. I've I've like, remember when I tried to scare you nothing? Yeah. Dick, man. <laughs> I stayed in that shower for how long? Like three hours. <laughs> he he thought I was gonna. He has two showers in his house. Yeah. There's one in the basement and one up top. Mm-hmm. And he thought I was going to the one on the first floor. Yeah. I ended up going to the one in the basement. I took like two and a half hours. He waited inside the shower for two and a half hours for me to come in there. Yeah. I was already done. I was using his computer. And I told my brother to, cut to make him come in there. I was showered and everything. I was already just chilling. He's like, dude, I was in there for two and a half hours waiting for you to shower. In the dark. <laughs> in the dark. Like, yeah, I'm going to get him now. I'm going to yeah, get him like, now. Any second now, he's going to walk in that, in that door. And I'm gonna get but you him. know what? I scared the crap out of him one time yeah, without that. even trying. I just... This is what happened. I was going, I was downstairs in, in, my, in my fridge, and I opened the fridge, and I turned on the, first I turned on the lights, looked in the fridge, got something to eat, turned off the lights, turned around and leave the, the kitchen, and uh, when I was walking out of the kitchen, the lights turned on, and I was just like, wait a minute, How did that happen? everybody's upstairs sleeping, I'm like, no, how did, no, I can't be. So then I turned around and all I see is this dude like, ah, and I'm like, ah, and I scream so loud, man. It was great. It was so funny and man, there's there's a ton of, of scares that, I've, oh, man, I don't remember the best scare I ever had was a, uh, was a, uh, God, which one was this one? I think it was me standing in a corner. And waiting till uh, I first of all, this was just like a, a, a. It was my cousin. It was like, it was like so much preparing for it because every night she would go to the bathroom at exactly like two in the oh, morning. I know, that's <laughs> so I so eventually every night I kept seeing that. So eventually I was like, wait, let me just try something. Let me wake up at at one thirty, just wait in this really dark corner, and then see if she goes to the bathroom. So she went to the bathroom, and then right when I woke up. I was like in a corner like ah! and then I scared her so hard that she moved back to uh, the Maker Republic. <laughs> she never came back. Wow. So that was my ultimate scare. <laughs> yeah, you got like horror movie eyes there, man. Yeah, I always go. I'll be like, <laughs> you ever just like do that face when you're like ordering food or something? We do that for everything. <laughs> yeah, my face my face is I always do the I put my lip like this and go. <laughs> That's my face. I do it all the time. I try to train myself to do. Yo, I bet when you were little, your mom was like saying, "Yo, if you do that too much, it'll freeze." My yeah. God, yes. Said that when all the time. You know that she that that was a lie. Um. Well, I, at first I got scared because I, I I've, all my life I've always loved doing funny faces. I would always go like. Try to figure out different ways to <laughs> try different ways yeah. to make funny faces, and she told me that one day, and I got so scared. But you know, I'm a kid, so I'm gonna keep doing it. And eventually, uh, yeah, I mean, nothing really. I, I just kept doing it. I didn't. I was just scared at first, but then it was like everybody kept telling me to do that face, do that face, and I yeah. was like, I gotta please the crowd. So yeah, you know, I had to do it. <laughs>
Yeah. But those those are those are fun. Time. I love scaring people. Just like we did with Rigo a few minutes ago, but we tried to scare You've Rigo. You've done that everybody. like a million times to him already. He's built up a resistance to that. No, right? he actually hasn't. He's the easiest person to scare, which I'm, yeah, w- which is why I'm so surprised that yeah, that this didn't happen. That's why it's like I've I've <laughs> tested like different ways, like me having, <laughs> <laughs> and like I scared him. Like, like I scared him. It's pro- too easy to scare him. Like all you have to do is turn off the lights, turn the corner, and then the next. <laughs> The next, the next thing is just Rigo going. Ah, <laughs> it's the best thing. <laughs> it's the, it's the. Be- Yo, do you like to ever take notes? Yeah, I, we take, mental we notes. take mental notes. Oh, like, we tried to scare him oh, this one night. Oh, you don't want to like incriminate yourself, God, right? So yeah. bad. <laughs> we, uh, which ones? <laughs> the time where me and you found the leather jacket and and uh, uh. Oh, the the head. Yeah, it was just a head, like those well, he heads didn't get that scared, you. Though. He didn't get scared I know, good because. We couldn't pull it off, right? <laughs> That's probably the only other time we couldn't scare Rigo. A lot. Of now, I don't can Rigo scare you guys? Nah. He just scared me right now. It, um. I think we get scared. Uh, well, me, I don't really get scared that much. It, it has to be, like, good sometimes. Yeah, I got like, you. Yeah, Rob gets me a couple of times. Yeah. Nelson, you never do me that much. Yeah, but, um... That's what she said. But, uh, Rigo just scared me right now. He just... Came up from behind me. I guess nah. it's the more the, the unexpected one. I, I, I never expect Rigo to scare me. I get it's like you have to be mad, really creative. Like I scared Rigo a few a few ago when he was out. He was I was he was walking behind me and I was walking around a corner. So I turned the corner and he's expecting me to just keep walking, but mm. I stop, turn around, and just yell as loud as I can. And that's the thing that you always gotta do if you want to scare someone. You gotta yell as loud as you can because if you if you don't, but I've gotten a couple of people just by going. Eh. He always gets us when we're like at a mall <laughs> or like at Walmart me. or something. I mm. see you a mile away. You just walk off and then he comes from behind and he's just like, excuse me, sir. Oh, you yeah, turn around and you're like, yes. <laughs> yeah, I love that. I call it. The never, ex- never fails. I call it. The excuse me, sir. Just do try this. Anybody walk behind anybody and just say, excuse me, sir. Like really sincere and expect them to say. Yes, and they they will <laughs> turn around, and they'll turn around and this? say, "Nah, you can't." Oh wait, I can't. <laughs> he Which said, R- "Rigo, it's this Grab one. Off. Grab a shovel." He was like, "Nah, nah, nigga." <laughs> Chilling here. What's good, Nick? Riding, riding. Now, anyways, when do you guys uh, foresee uh, you plan a show soon? Cause like your drummer's in North Carolina. Like, I mean, what are you gonna do? Like, have like. Him playing via Skype video. Uh, that'd be pretty cool. <laughs> that would be pretty cool. That'd be pretty cool. But uh, actually, we we have a show coming up. <laughs> we uh we posted a status up on our on our Kill the Fiction page. But what about for like people who like want to hear where this concert is right now? <laughs> uh, well. it's like nah, it's um. We 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 didn't actually post the like the location, the time and place. Location and place is the same thing. Location and, and, and time of uh the show on Facebook. What we did is we sent it to all of our email subscribers. The people who, you know, who click uh who at, who join our Add emailing to, list. To the mailing list. Yeah, there you go. The the yeah. mailing list. You you guys all get an uh one once a month or or maybe twice a month. 
you got uh you get a ktf letter t telling you you know what's the update if we're writing if we're doing this if we're doing that uh it tells you it's pretty cool like it, it <laughs> i recently joined my own mailing list so i got you know the my email <laughs> and congratulations <laughs> and, and rigo uh does the whole emailing thing so so what he did was uh you know we uh and the the information for our show went out on an emailing list and what we did was our the first 10 people who got the email and who responded back to it who who the first 10 people who responded back to our email um get to go to the show because the show is at hellhound where we rehearse and we still haven't figured out the time yet so whoever you know responded is gonna get to go i mean it's one of those things that I mean, and our session drummer charlie is playing yeah i mean it's just really one of those things that we want to you know give back to you know the fans on our mentalists that support us and just you know give them like you know a little yeah we we want to give them something like a little more solid like a memory because so far we've just been giving them you know like we've done covers we've done uh the misfit covers mm -hmm. and we've done the alice in chains cover and you know all of our music is free all of our music we sent to you this is rob yo this is nelson my name is kevin we are kill the fiction on behalf of a bad townsend who isn't new with us but we love you we love you we with japan nick right now baby for real